0: This past week Libby and I made a hurried trip to South Carolina and back. Her father's cancer of 10 years ago has recurred and he was starting chemotherapy and Libby understandably wanted to see her daddy. What happens to our faith when the hard things come? And we all know they do. What happens when we have to struggle with the thought that God has not answered our prayers the way we had hoped or even assumed he would? Because that's certainly what Martha thought when Jesus finally showed up four days after Lazarus was buried. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Now, Martha did not lack faith. She told Jesus, Even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. And Jesus affirms her basic faith and says to her, Your brother will rise. And again, Martha shows her faith. And using a word that should be important to all faithful Christians, Martha shows her Orthodox faith. She says, I know that he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. That was a growing realization in the Old Testament. And in the Ezekiel reading, we have one of the early declarations of the hope that God's people have that extends beyond this world, beyond life as we now know it. Speaking through Ezekiel, God says, O oh my people, I will open your graves and have you rise from them. This is the basic hope of Christian faith. And we hold on to that when death comes crashing into the inner boundary of our lives. We dare to believe that there is something good on the other side of death. But what is probably harder to understand is why such a horrible thing as death exists and the pains that are so often associated with dying. What about that more basic confession that we have that God is love? Why does love allow us to suffer? Why does love sometimes make us wait? Well, in the context of God's love, there are many opposites. And ultimately, rejection of true love leads to death. And there has been a rejection of God's love Death has entered our world, and it's affected everything. We're used to it. We get desensitized. We make an uneasy peace with the way things are. And we live in this blend of good and broken. And those two things are so intermingled that we have a hard time sometimes discerning what's good and what's broken. Often we're clueless, but in His mercy God gives us direction in the Scriptures and through the church. And so, the reading from St. Paul helps us if you're able to understand it. He uses two words that can refer to our physical existence but he gives them two very different meanings. One is the word flesh. The other is the word body. They are two very different words in the Greek for those of you that like to know that. Body means what we would all assume. Body means this material substance that we see and feel. Flesh can mean that, but when St. Paul uses the word flesh, he means something totally different. Paul uses the word flesh to talk about the brokenness that is in our existence. The brokenness that dims our spiritual vision and pulls us away from God. And so our physical bodies have been affected by the flesh and the result is decline and death. Again, we learn to deal with the decline until it becomes critical. And then we panic, and we wail, and we grieve. The brokenness in our existence is so deep, it is so pervasive, that we hardly comprehend all of the implications. And because our understanding is limited, whenever we're hurting or when people that we love are hurting, we want a quick fix. So often our prayer is, Lord, make this horrible thing right. Right now. But life doesn't work that way. And facing what true healing means is one reason that God allows the suffering and sometimes subjects us to the waiting. If Jesus had met Martha's expectations, he would have arrived in time to heal Lazarus before he died, and Jesus had healed other people. Lazarus would have just been one more. Instead, Jesus waited and then he provided the rationale for two huge things. This is the final miracle story in John's Gospel and what Jesus has done is set the stage for the ultimate showdown between life and death. The closing commentary tells us Many of the Jews who had come to Mary and had seen what he had done began to believe in him. Now this precipitated a crisis. And we're told about it in the following verses of the chapter. The chief priest and the Pharisees gathered in a council and they said, What are we to do? This man performs many signs If we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him, and the Romans will come and destroy our holy place and our nation. But one of them, Caiaphas, who was high priest that year, said, You know nothing at all. You do not understand. It is expedient that one man should die for the people, and the whole nation will not perish. And so from that day on, they took counsel how to put him to death. And so in waiting and raising Lazarus from the dead, Jesus was setting in motion this final stage of God's plan to heal this world of death by his own death. And this is the gospel. God's love is bigger than death, and that's proven in the power of Jesus to overcome death itself. Now, ultimately, that is what Jesus has done. We're almost to Holy Week, to the passion, to the death, and to the resurrection. He was killed. He came back from the dead because God's love is bigger than death. This story is setting it up. In this act of raising Lazarus and waiting to do it, even though it caused Mary and Martha more distress, Jesus shows his power over death even before he himself goes to the cross. Jesus did not merely heal a very sick man He raised a man from the dead who had been in the tomb for four days. There was no question of resuscitation. Lazarus was dead. And through the spoken word of Jesus, Lazarus came back. Someone pointed out that Jesus was very careful to say, Lazarus, come forth because if he hadn't given his name, everyone who was dead would have come out. One day that will be the command that he gives. And until then, even when we suffer, even when we have to wait, as horrible as that is, it still remains God is a God of life. And death does not have the last word.